You are listening to the Motherhood Unstressed Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so glad that you're here and that you're spending your time with me today. And I'm thrilled to share the work of my guest with you today. His name is Ben Milliken. He's an Australian actor. His most recent film is Mighty Oak, uh, which you can find on Amazon Prime. And I've had a few of the other cast members from this movie. And it's it's one of those conversations where, of course, you, you cover the movie, but also you dive so much deeper. And that's really what we're doing with Ben here today. He's sharing his personal experience of you know, his journey from being an amateur boxer to an actor and and how over time and after becoming a parent he's really kind of awoken to a greater sense of presence a greater sense of being in the world and how much um, by doing that internal work it's improved his his relationship with his spouse it's improved the quality of his work and it's made him a better parent and so that's really you know at the core of this interview that's what I really think you're going to benefit from listening to because he's sharing some pretty specific things that you can do starting today to be more present in your own life so I'm so grateful for the wisdom and the insight that Ben has shared. Um, So if you love this episode, please share it out. Please leave us a review. I've been reading reviews on and off the past few episodes, which I love to do, um, because it really does help me hone in the show, make it more valuable to you, really see what you want to hear. And this week's review um, is from Jenny Lee Basson, and she said, love your recent podcast, Liz. Marriage is so tough, especially in this stressful COVID time. So I love their inspirational message and their faith truly shines out. Thank you for my Monday motivation. Love is a choice and overcomes all. Thank you so much, Jenny Lee. I love that review. And uh, yeah, I think that's going to inspire me to do some more shows on marriage and relationships in the coming months. So thank you for that. Um, If you want to hear your review read, please go ahead and leave one and uh, maybe I'll share it next week. Until then, enjoy this episode with Ben Milliken. Hey guys, before we jump into this episode, I want to give a shout out to our show sponsor, Haya Vitamins. With kids today, how they're eating, so much of the food that they eat and are exposed to is processed food. So they're not getting the essential vitamins and nutrients that they need from eating just an incredible healthy diet. And that's where Haya Vitamins comes in. They fill in the gaps that your kids aren't getting in their day-to-day lives. And I have to be honest, you know, some days we have great days where the kids are eating fantastic healthy greens and fruits. Um, And then some days we're not doing so hot. And I'm talking about those mac and cheese and cereal days. I'll admit it. Um, But that's why I love high vitamins because it's just so easy and the kids love it. Um, And we've worked out an exclusive offer with high health for their best-selling children's vitamin. This is just for motherhood and stress podcast listeners. So you will receive 50% off your first order to claim this deal. You must go to highhealth.com forward slash unstressed or just enter the code unstressed at checkout. That's H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash unstressed to get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. The full discount is applied at checkout. This episode is sponsored by Podcorn. And what is Podcorn, you might ask? Well, it's a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities, such as host red ads, like the one you're listening to right now, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. With Podcorn, there is no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform. You can upload your analytics, set your own rates, and collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. And when I first 
started podcasting two years ago, I had no idea how to monetize my podcast. I would reach out to brands and it was completely hit or miss. I didn't even know if they were interested in sponsoring podcasts. Now with Podcorn, I know exactly who is on the market and if they align with my brand and my podcast and my audience and all of that. So it's really made podcasting easy and finding sponsors even easier. So I have the link to sign up for Podcorn in the show notes. So if you are interested in starting a podcast or you already have one, definitely go check them out. Well, hello, Ben. Welcome to the show. I am so glad that you're here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So obviously we're going to talk about your career as an actor and uh, parenting. I'd love to touch on that. But my first question yeah. has to be, what is your best punch? My best punch? <laughs> 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 oh, wow. Really? Okay. Um, it would probably be a left hook. Okay, cool. Now, for yeah. the listener who's like, what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> you were an amateur boxer. So that's, yeah, that's a very I important question. You to come, I didn't expect you to come in with that one right out the gate. So That was my left hook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But talk to us a little bit about your boxing career. I find that that's so fascinating. And then, like, how did you go from that? What was the transition like to amateur boxer to a performer and actor? Um, well, it was kind of... Okay, so I started boxing when I was about 11 years old. And that was basically out of a desire to defend myself in some way. Uh, you know, I was, kind of, I was kind of bullied in high school and stuff like that. So, and I heard this rumor. Uh, looking back at it, it just sounds so silly, but I heard this rumor that one of the cool kids wanted to beat me up. So I was like, okay, I'm going to learn how to box so I don't have to like get beaten up. Um, and then none of which turned out to be true, but I, I ended up finding a boxing class and found this gym that I went to and just fell in love with this sport and then just kept going with it. And, uh, you know, it was, it, it was what I wanted to do for, for a career for a long time until, um, you know, I think I was very young when I decided that and you know, to go into something like that, it's, it's really got to be all or nothing all the time. And, you know, I was, you know, a kid growing up in Northern beaches in Sydney, I wanted to, it wasn't, I wanted to surf as well. And I wanted to do all of that sort of stuff. And I, I just transitioned into this after high school. I was like, you know what? I just can't, I don't have the full capacity to dedicate my entire life to that sport, even though it was like my first love. Like I love that sport so much. And it just wasn't, it just wasn't my, my past. And then, <clears throat> so after high school, I went and backpacked around Europe for a few months. And, uh, you know, I had always been obsessed with film. I had always been obsessed with movies and, and there were always some kind of like an, an escape for me. You know, for two hours, I could just go to a different world or a different time or a different country or a different place, you know, and just have this go through this story with these characters. Um, I never realized it would, could be something that would be 
you know, an actual career for me. So when I was traveling, I, you know, I was in Europe and I was like, wow, the world, the world's huge. And you really can do whatever you want. If you just, if you, I mean, what's to stop me from trying at least. So when I got home from that trip, I found an acting class and I showed up and then literally the rest is, is history. A year later I got my first film and that film went to Tribeca film festival. And that's what brought me over here. And you know, that was in 2008. And now I'm, what was that film? No, it was called Newcastle. Mm. It's a, it's a movie. Newcastle is a small, uh, working class town, um, a couple hours outside of Sydney. And it was, uh, it's based around the surf culture. In, in Newcastle. So that, was, that was a good so thing. That wasn't much of a stretch then? Not much of a stretch. I kind of fit into that one nicely. I mean, it was kind of nice not to have much of a stretch for my first job. So Yeah. I mean, and how do you approach roles that aren't necessarily like spot on like you? I mean, what's your process like? I know it varies from actor to actor, so I'm curious. Yeah, um... For me personally, I believe that it's it's all in the script. Um, it's all on the page, and then after you've really investigated the script, like I like to investigate the script, and I like to really find the hidden gems and and all the little moments that are in the script. And then once you kind of find all of those, it's the self-exploration part of how is this true for me? How do I make this real for myself? And so I'm not just, you know, pretending. I'm, I'm trying to live truthfully in these moments. You know, but you have to know what the moments are first for me. So that's how I usually approach it. And it all starts with the script. When you read a script, do you know right away if it's something that you would want to do or does it take you some time to think about it? Usually I can tell. Um, usually I can tell in the first, you know, kind of five, ten pages of, of getting into it. And I'm like, wow, okay, uh, I really want to see where this is going. I really want to know what happens. And then some of them, I mean, it's like, when you first get a really good book and it's page turner, you just need to know. Mm -hmm. So usually I like to read a script the first time as a consumer, like as somebody who is as an audience member, because ultimately at the end of the day, it's for the audience. Do you ever feel like when you're like maybe midway through production that the character is starting to like meld into your personality? Do you start to have the characteristics of the character when you're out with your family and you're like, Ooh, was that me? Or was that, you know, my character? Um, I think when you're like really in it to a point there, you, you start to the, cause as I said before, it's like that self exploration phase, you know? And it's kind of like you find parts of yourself that are, that are able to come out truthfully. I mean, I don't really, go and feel like I'm another person. I still feel like I'm me, but you kind of do start to, you just get to used to using that muscle of looking things in a certain, certain way. And then once that new 
side of yourself is kind of exposed, which is great. You kind of have a, I wouldn't say like I'm thinking of myself in the character. I feel like you would say like I have a better understanding of who I am personally so that I have grown. I think that's what happens. Right? I mean, acting, it's, it's kind of like a weird form of therapy. Yeah. You and know, it seems like you're someone like who, even as an 18-year-old traveling Europe, like you had this higher level of self-awareness that most people don't have to make the decision. Like I don't want to commit my life fully to boxing. I mean, maybe I could do this. And then you actually do it. Like that's incredible. Yeah. And I think that is also... I don't know if it's, I don't know if it was really, you know, self-awareness back then. Um, I think I've only really come into my self-awareness phase over the past couple of years, to be honest with you, um, where I've actually been searching, actually been actively looking in and seeing what's really under the hood and stuff like that. Um, but I would say back then, I don't know, I was kind of born with this mentality of, of like, you just do it. And if, if, you want, if you want to, you just, you just, you can, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, that's why it was really easy to move over here from Australia mm. because you can, you can do that. And so it was, for me, it was never like, oh, I can't do that because... It was like, I could do that if I want. I just have to want to. Did you get that from your parents? Or did, were they the parents that said, you can do whatever you put your mind to? Da, da, da. Like, where did that come um, from? I think, I think, you know, and I think it comes from my, my dad. Because um, we traveled as, as, as kids. And, I mean, because I was born in England. And um, my dad moved us to Australia when, when I was two because he just, he just wanted to change. And so he just, he just wanted to go. And he's always been that kind of person where it's like now he lives in Australia and France. So mm-hmm. he does, he does, he does both. And he just wanted to move to France. So, so, so he did. <laughs> and, awesome. and it's never been, you know, he's not like, like one of the, like a a super rich person or anything like that. Like that's not, that's not who he is. He just makes it work if, if, if he, if he wants to, you know? So I think that's where I got that. That's incredible. That's an incredible gift. If you haven't already told him that. Yeah, it, it, it really is. I, I think I, I think I need to actually reiterate that to him. And now a quick break with a word from our sponsor. I want to mention our show sponsor, Beekeepers Naturals. Now they have a wide variety of bee products like royal jelly, um, hemp honey sticks, but I want to talk to you today about their Bee Elixir Brain Fuel. Now this product comes in these little vials. Don't make the same mistake I did and take the entire vial in one sitting uh, because you will literally be buzzing around like a bee. This thing hacks through brain fog, gives your body and your brain such a boost of energy. I mean, it was unlike 
unlike anything I had ever experienced before. I mean, it was incredible. Um, and it's because it works on your brain uh, as a nootropic, which means it helps elevate the functioning and the processing of your brain. So if you are looking for something to cut through brain fog, to hack productivity, to get deep into the zone, I highly recommend checking out beekeepersnaturals.com and clicking on their Beelixer brain fuel and use my code unstressed so you can save. Excellent. Yeah. Um, but you said, you know, your, your own self-awareness has been kind of coming up more in the past two years. Is that, does that have anything to do with having children and, and facing your own neuroses face to face? Like I do every single day with mine. I mean, there are a lot of mirrors, aren't they? Yeah. It's our son's just, he turned five in June and, um, I've never seen so much of myself in a person ever in my life. Like I, I, and it always seems to be like the worst parts. <laughs> like like the, the things that you look at them, you're like, why are you doing that? And then you say, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like there was this one time he was pretending, he was pretending he was on the phone and you know, I'm on the phone a lot for work. So I went up to him and I said, Hey buddy. And he went, so it was like, wow, I felt dismissed by him, but that's how <laughs> he must have felt. It, it, it has taught me that, you know, they, that he is a, a human and, and having to, it's really taught me how to communicate. It's really taught me how to, how to just be present. Mm. That's been one of the biggest things learning to be 100% present with him when I'm with him at all times because he needs that and then in turn I need that do you do any kind of like morning practice morning routine to encourage your own presence just with your son or you know in your work um I do at night time and you know exercise helps with that a lot um you know, I, I, I exercise a lot. I still, I still maintain my boxing training, even nice. though I'm not doing it. So I'm, I'm still doing that. Even during COVID, I have to set up in my garage. So I'm, I'm good there. That's one thing that is, is very important to me that I find that when I'm doing that, the rest of like, my mind is clear. Everything else kind of works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I think you notice too, when you're, when you're out of alignment too, like I'll notice yeah. I'm very short with people or like I get anxiety creeping up. I'm like, Oh, well, you know, I haven't been doing my run or I haven't been doing yeah. My meditation. Yeah. Like you yeah. notice more. Yeah. And I, and I do meditation as well at nighttime. Mm-hmm. So, so, so that's cool. My wife just got these really cool things. She just started doing these. Uh, have you heard of those, um, big big bowls and they have like a little thing where you go boom and then you oh, like circle yeah. around the top like a sound bath yes mm-hmm. yes so my wife just started doing those Ooh, and that's uh that. oh it's so cool that puts so, everybody to so sleep cool. i'm sure oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah it's just so soothing it's amazing yeah it's incredible it seems like you both are very like present very self-aware like kind of in tune do you think that's just an LA thing or do you think that's what attracted Mm, you to each other uh no because we weren't like that when we it was a conscious effort from the two of us to 
you know, she was more self-aware than, than, than I out of necessity when, when we met, she was very, um, she knew herself quite well. Um, but we were still very much living in our stories and it, it, it took, it took a lot of work for us to be like, you know what, let's, we're going to go on this kind of journey and we've been going on this journey together where it's, it's great. Our conversations have changed. Our interactions with each other have changed. I'm nowhere near as reactive of a, of a person where I, like I used to get like offended when people, <laughs> when, when she would say like, Oh, that you, you know, uh, why are you being short with me? I'm not being short or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I would get defensive of my own behavior and stuff like that. And, but it's, it's kind of like an everyday conscious decision. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a practice and sometimes it's you do really great. And sometimes you're like, dang, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's okay. I think that's okay to be able to say, you know, maybe tomorrow mm-hmm. I'll get, I'll get it tomorrow today. But I think it's, uh, it's knowing and having that check-in and being able to say, okay, this happened today or that happened today and this is where I was like that or I was not present today. I was just tuning out and why, what's going on, and just yeah. to be able to check in with yourself. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of people don't do that. I was just going to say, like, for the listener, what can they do to bring that into their own lives? Because when you said living in your own story, I've never heard it said that way, but it clicked. Oh, really? Like it made, yeah, it made total sense to me. Cause it's like, yeah. you're watching the movie of your life. Like I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that, I mean, it first starts with getting honest with yourself. Um, and having the hard conversations with yourself first. Um, and then it's kind of like deciding how you want your life to be. And then every single day, you know, at the, at the end of the day, kind of take a look at your day and do a little bit of an inventory. Like journaling helps for that a lot, writing, writing it all down and stuff like that. It helps you kind of decipher what's going on. And then you kind of just take a little bit of an inventory of, you know, this is who I want to be. Today, was I on the right track? And if yes, great. Well, tomorrow, how can I be more on the right track? Or how can I be a little bit better? Or if not, then you say, okay, then why, why do I think that is what's going on? What do I have that needs to be communicated? What do I have that, you know, what feelings am I kind of stuffing under? Cause that was one of my big ones. It was a, you know, I would have feelings or something like that. And I would just, just stuff them down because, you know, so men aren't, men aren't supposed to feel, mm-hmm. you know, we're supposed to just have it all worked out, have it together. Mm-hmm. I got this man up and all that sort of stuff. And so, you know, I was a, I was a subscriber to that, but no, no. You find that you're much happier doing the work because it is work than not. Yeah. Yeah. And I find that not only am I much happier, but everyone around me is much happier. 
you know, my, it makes me a better person, but it also makes me a better husband. It makes me a better father. It makes me a better friend. And, you know, we're not put on this world. We're not here to be, you know, alone and, and getting, you know, all of this self-awareness and all this stuff for ourselves. We're, we're here to share it. And we're supposed to be in community. So ultimately what you do for yourself is going to bleed out into other people and affect other people either positively or negatively, depending on what you're doing. So it's, you know, it's, it's the choice of, of who do you want to be to you and who do you want to be to other people? And, and how do you do that while staying true to yourself? Cause there's a very fine line between staying true to yourself and then, and, and being, you know, a positive presence in other people's lives to then not being true to yourself and people pleasing. Yes. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. then you lose yourself completely. So you have to, that, and that was another one of my big ones. Mm. So it's like, you have to, you have to find this, this, this thing in yourself that's, that you can stay true to and live your own truth and then share it. Yeah. Like healthy Does boundaries. Does that make sense? Yeah. Healthy boundaries. Yeah. Healthy boundaries. Yeah. It makes total sense to me. And I think it's a really beautiful outlook on life. You know, it is the benevolent presence in the world. And, you know, you're doing what you want to do. You're creating, you're performing, but you're also mm. uplifting others. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's, I think that's what it's, what it's all about. You know, it's, it's uplifting others. Yeah. When I think too, you doing this work, like you, you become a better actor. Like it comes through mm. in, in your relationships with your co-actors and how you react to what they're doing on stage. I mean, you for, can tell. For sure, for sure. And even just the environment on set, mm-hmm. like working day to day to day. And it's, it's just like, you, you're just, I find that when I'm really kind of in the zone and in tune and, and present, I have more fun and the, my other actors I'm working with, they have more fun. We, we, we create better bonds. We're better friends. And I continue to be friends afterwards. And it's just, you know, it's just, it's just nice. Yeah. I love it. Oh, I love it. Um, so yeah, we, we've covered a lot. I didn't think we would go this route, but I love it. Yeah. Uh, I do have some rapid fire questions for you if you're ready. Okay. Okay. I'm grateful for <clears throat> I am grateful for my family. And last one, what's something that you've learned in life that you wish someone would have told you earlier on? Live your truth. Mm. With boundaries. With boundaries. But you would have boundaries if you're living your truth. Yeah. Because it's your truth. It's true. Um, okay, so how, where can the listener find you, find out more about your latest project, Mighty Oak? Tell us all the things. Um, so you can watch Mighty Oak on Amazon Prime, on Apple TV, um, Google Play, and then you can find me on Instagram at ben.milliken and on Twitter at Ben Milley Tweets. Lovely. Thank you so much, Ben. This was an awesome Thank you. conversation. Thanks so much for having me. This was fun. 
You've been listening to the Motherhood Unstressed Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you love this episode, please share it out on your social media, Instagram stories, and tag us at Motherhood Unstressed so we can share it back out and keep the conversation going on these important topics. Also, make sure that you subscribe so that you never miss out on an interview with an amazing guest or our weekly guided meditations every Wednesday. This episode is sponsored by Motherhood Unstressed CBD. This is my line of organic USA grown hemp that was specifically designed to help you, the listener, battle stress and anxiety naturally. And what CBD does is it helps your body's own endocannabinoid system function better. So you're sleeping better, you're experiencing less stress and anxiety, and you're able to get everything done with an overall feeling of security of groundedness of calm so if you would like that in your life head on over to motherhoodunstressed.com click the shop tab and use the code podcast to save